Chapter 1 Stacy opened the window to her grandfather's room to let out the stale air. After the years he'd spent smoking, the house still smelled pungent after a rainy day. She rested her hands against the screen and inhaled the sweetness of the moist earth after a summer storm. Thunder still rumbled in the distance, giving the illusion of the sun chasing away the storm. Stacy smiled and pushed her glasses up on her nose. Are you okay, Papa? she asked, straightening his covers and fluffing the sides of his pillow. He grunted and gave her a weak smile. I'm fine, just tired, pumpkin, he rasped. Do you need some water? Is your throat dry? Stacy reached for his cup, but his shaking hand stopped her. I'm fine. Go read or something. I'll call if I need you. Stacy placed his hands back at his sides and his eyes drifted closed. At only sixty-five, his body was being ravaged by cancer and the doctors had offered little hope. Combined with the fact that he'd refused chemo treatments after learning it would only prolong the inevitable, Stacy had begged, pleaded with him to do something. But as a war veteran and a Purple Heart recipient, he'd lived through plenty of pain. She didn't blame him, but her heart hurt when she thought about the man who had raised her not being there anymore. Gazing into his aged face, she gave a wistful smile. His thin lips were pale and drawn. The white hair on his head had never seen a day of gray. The fragile frame of his ribcage rose and fell softly, his breath much more shallow than last week. Hospice would be here for their daily visit soon enough. Stacy left him and went into the living room to tidy up. A knock at the door startled her, and she looked out the window. With a smile, she opened it and said, Hi, Joey. Adjusting her glasses on her nose, she stepped aside. It wasn't often her neighbor's son came for a visit, and it made her heart race every time. With a nod of his head, his lazy, confident gaze trailed over her as he stepped inside. How are you, Stace? He wasn't the first one to shorten her name, but something about his southern drawl and the way his mouth quirked on the end of it caused her bones to feel like mush. Uh, I'm good. How are you? What brings you by? She closed the door and turned to watch him cross the small living room. Mom said your granddad was getting sicker, wanted to check on you and see how you're doing. He kept his back to her and finally stopped at the edge of the couch. Me? Don't you mean Papa? Stacy shook off the tenderness tugging at her heart, and her awkward, too loud laugh filled the room. No, he said, finally turning to meet her gaze. How are you, really? I already said I'm fine. She tilted her head to the side, trying to read his strangely blank expression. I don't believe you. His cocked eyebrow irked her, and she huffed. He might be one of the most confident men she knew, but he wasn't fooling her. Stacy frowned. Why not? You're only twenty, honey. You've got to be exhausted here with no one to help you. You've got dark circles under your eyes and you still haven't got the stem on your glasses fixed. Duct tape won't hold forever. Stacy felt the heat in her cheeks and she absently touched at her glasses. She wasn't anything to look at and it was kind for a handsome man like Joey to even notice she looked worse than usual. I'll get them fixed eventually. I'm not worried about myself right now. I just want to keep Papa as comfortable as possible. There'll be plenty of time for me after. In an instant, Joey was in front of her, taking her shoulders in his strong hands and squeezing. Stacy, 
I'm worried about you. Because I haven't fixed my glasses? Because you never smile anymore. I smile plenty, Joey McCrary. For her sanity, she moved away from his heat and those intense brown eyes that seemed to care. Why don't you go back across the street and be with your parents? Take it from me. You should enjoy what time you have left with them. I want to help you, he said softly, as if she'd never spoken. Taking a deep breath, she turned and gave him her best smile. I don't need your help. Papa has only a little time left, and I won't let you come in here and take it away from me. Tears welled in her eyes until Joey was a blurred image. She felt his tender arms come around her, and she accepted his embrace for only a moment. Being so close to him elicited selfish feelings, and she'd just read a passage in her Bible about that earlier today. Papa came first.